final hour fan morning show here. Final hour of the week for us. Uh, very, very happy to kick off the hour with this insider brought to you by Don Valley North Lexus, where you can expect excellence online and in the showroom. Visit DonValleyNorthLexus.com. Very, very happy to head to Boston right now to talk to Lenny DiNardo, former MLB pitcher and current Nesson studio analyst. Lenny, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Yeah, part of doing my great. co-host chuckling. He has the uh, attention span of a gnat, well, so something popped in front of his face. Sorry, Lenny. No, we got a text making fun of us, calling us YouTube guys, and I couldn't think of something that's further from the truth. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. very true. Okay. So <laughs> there, there's a little insight into my life, trying to uh, keep the show on the rails, and then a shiny object comes across his face, so we got to talk about it. Uh, Lenny, thanks so much for jumping on. Uh, this is a big series for, for both teams. I mean, we've been setting it up all day from the Blue Jays' perspective. Obviously, you guys uh, chase there uh what's the mood been like in boston surrounding this team i mean i know it's been a weird kind of run of years with the sale injuries and the stops and starts there uh but this is a team that's been hitting this year uh what's been going on with them this season yeah we we talked about this team out of spring training about how they were going to be able to hit the ball they've got uh got a good uh, lineup a good mix of power speed with duran yoshida really come through there's a kind of a lot of unknowns if he was going to be able to make that adjustment he's he's done well um you know, pitching, we've had a lot of injuries. It's been an uphill battle throughout this season. And defensively, they, they just haven't been able to catch it and throw it like they like they'd hoped. But uh, through it all, you know, they're kind of hanging in there. They're, they're a couple games behind the Jays. They played well against the Jays so far. Um, but we're just going to have to see where this where this trends. You know, July was a great month for them. They, uh, they had a lot of, of openers. And bolt guys coming in, you know, late, late in the game. So uh, the season, uh, or the the month coming up, isn't going to allow them to really do that because of the, the amount of days off, the lack of days off that, that they're about to have. So it's going to be an uphill battle. Hopefully, they, the Red Sox go out there, play some good baseball, and, uh, and get out there and, and make it a close race. Hopefully, we'll see. Funny, I'm, I was just. You know, thinking about this in the break, I actually think if the Red Sox and the Blue Jays merged, they would absolutely win the World Series because it's like they've kind of they're kind of the opposites of each other. The the Red Sox haven't pitched well at all this year, and the Blue Jays haven't hit well this year. But the other side that both of them are elite. If you just merge these two teams, you have a hell of a team. <laughs> it's been a great rivalry. It's been something to watch. It's always kind of must see TV when these two teams match up. It's uh, you know it's fun to watch. I always love pitching there as well. What a great town Toronto is. I always love going there. But uh, yeah, you know so far the the Red Sox have come on top, and I don't necessarily like that stat for Red Sox fans because you know it, it, that would be a, a, a tough tough battle to sweep the season series. So uh, going into the series, uh, two games chasing the Jays with the record that they have. Stats say you know it, it's going to be hard to go out there and win. Uh, to take two out of these uh, next three games. Well, and it's a really weird rivalry, right? Because last year, the Jays, I think, was it 16-3 and three that the Jays went last year? Yeah. And then this Including year. Including the, like, 28 to 2 beatdown. Yeah, Tapia inside the park grand slam, I remember. And then this year, it's flipped completely, and now it's they're 7-0 against the Blue Jays. Like, I can't remember a season-to-season series like that it's such a weird flip i guess the jays just don't have teoscar hernandez anymore and he used to just light up the red sox so maybe that's the biggest issue but it's just such a weird flip this year yeah i mean you talk about the tapia uh, grand slam if you can't beat them like you said join them right we ended up signing tapia this year and i thought he was a, he was a great addition it didn't end up working out in the end but yeah he was, a, he was a red sox this year and 
Duran was part of that last year, as you remember, and he's, mm-hmm. he's really turned it around this season as far as just on the field, in the clubhouse. Uh, you feel so much more comfortable, you can tell, playing the game at this level. And a lot of times in AAA, you're a certain type of ball player, and you get to the big leagues, and you feel like you have to change things. You, you're not the same person in the clubhouse and on the field. And this season, I really feel like he's himself. He's playing with confidence, and he's a game changer. I can't tell you how many times there's a, there's a, a short single somewhere in the hole, and he turns it into a double. It's really, it's really been fun to watch. Yeah, it is funny, right? Like when we think of ball players, obviously, like we love all the sexy stuff, right? Like we love, we, you know, Hicks is here now. It's like he's throwing 104. You're like, this is amazing. This is incredible. We love big bombs. But the things that do really excite you, especially from a fan perspective, is that type of stuff, right? The smart ball player, the guy who can kind of turn a single into a double, whatever it is, just such an exciting uh, facet of of the game. Uh, you know, we we talked about the bats and how dangerous they've been uh, pitching a little bit different for the Sox team. I know Paxton is lined up for the first game of the series uh do you have any insight or understanding on what they might do uh maybe a bullpen game in the works maybe pavetta not not sure what they're looking at uh starters wise for the rest of the series yeah you know i I honestly haven't looked too much further but i will tell you that pavetta he was well he was one of those openers uh last month and he really worked his way back into the rotation i would not be surprised if he took the ball in the first inning just because of what he's done uh pitching with confidence using his whole arsenal pounding the strike zone going right after hitters it's it's what he needs to do to be successful. And when he was when he was struggling, it just wasn't quite there. He was picking a little bit, getting behind in counts, and putting himself in a situation where guys were doing damage. Uh, he, he couldn't expand because he wasn't getting to 0-2, 1-2 quick enough. Uh, but, you know, since then, he's been one of the best pitchers in baseball, in my opinion. You can look at the stats. They back it up. He's uh, He's been outstanding. And then last time out, he took the ball in the first inning and, and proved once again that uh, not only is – he is a starter, you know, he, he, especially on this team right now where they really need innings uh, from pitch one. So it wouldn't surprise me if he, if he takes the ball for the rest of the season, as long as he pitches as well uh, for the remainder. Uh, Paxton's been outstanding. He's a guy kind of uh, didn't know what you're going to get coming into the season because of the injury history. The Red Sox rehad them all last year. He's, he's uh, 38 years old, and you're seeing a lot of what you see three or four years ago as far as fastball you know his fastball is getting up there in the upper 90s uh the secondary stuff is is, is been it's been really good and uh, he's locating you know and uh he's the type of pitcher but because of his age and the amount of dirt that he has in his spike so to speak he knows what kind of pitcher he is he knows how to make adjustments on the fly whether it's batter to batter inning to inning a lot of times you uh as a pitcher you, you you struggle and you don't know how to dig yourself out of that hole and you have to do things in between starts, but he's been able to kind of make the adjustments in game and uh, keep it kind of close, so to speak. So he's not, the Red Sox win isn't kind of out of hand, no matter where he's at. So uh, when the Red Sox signed Justin Turner, it it kind of drove me crazy because he's one of my favorite guys in the league. He's just been, I love watching him on those Dodgers teams. And I just thought that that was such a perfect fit for sort of a younger team to bring in a guy like that. And not only is he, you know, a veteran leadery type of guy, he's also having a phenomenal year and has been red hot for a month. I mean, what has Justin Turner brought to the Red Sox? He's been phenomenal this year. He really has. He really has. I mean, he's been consistent. He's got a couple different swings. I've noticed if a, if a pitcher makes some stake in certain situations, he's got a home run swing. Mm-hmm. If, uh, if there's a runner on first base and he needs to move the runner over, he's able to cut the swing down, drive it the other way or drive it up to middle. Um, he's always smiling in these post-game interviews. He has a lot of fun playing the game. 
uh, I think he's just got great perspective at his age. He's still playing the game he loves. He hustles every day. And, you know, when you're in the minor leagues and you're a young ball player just coming up, you typically learn a lot from the coaches, right? The, the two or three man coaching staff that you have. When you're in the big leagues and you're a young player, I, I tend to think that you're taking more from the veteran players than the coaches themselves by, you know, just by watching what a guy like Justin Turner does day in and day out in the clubhouse, packed in one of the same, same thing. Uh, so what he's bringing to the clubhouse is, is just more than what he's bringing to the field, which is a ton so far. If you've been paying attention. There are guys like Duran and, and, and other young players are looking at how he goes about his business day in and day out, and they're learning so much. And their development is a direct correlation of what he has brought to the clubhouse, in my opinion. Yeah, just wanted to wanted to get your kind of opinion on the division as a whole. You know, the way it's always kind of been thought of up here is, well, you got the two big spenders in the Yankees and the Red Sox, and they're not going to stay down for too long. And then, you know, in the last half decade, or I guess it's been basically a decade now, God, it feels way too long. The Rays are just this machine that'll never go away. Uh, the Blue Jays, when they see a need to, they spend their money, and the Orioles are uh, not slowing down anytime soon. It just feels like every time we think there's going to be a little bit of a blip, a little bit of a downturn, and in the division. I mean, even quite frankly, the Red Sox, right? Like, I think people were expecting a much uh, worse season from, from them, and they, they have kept their heads afloat thus far. They're right in the race. So uh, what's your, what do you make of the, uh, of the AL East? It's just amazing how every time we think there's going to be not a soft year, but maybe a year where it's not an absolute bloodbath. Nope, it always is. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been really fun to watch. And, uh, you know, you look at the – I pay a lot of attention to the Red Sox, and it will be top three – sometimes first or second in a lot of other divisions, especially the central, they'd be cleaning up. So it's the best league in baseball right now. I don't care what anybody says on the West coast. This is the best division. Um, it's been fun to watch. And, you know, the Orioles, they, they could be bad for so long before they and get all these number one picks before they can actually go out there and develop these players, these number one draft picks and go out there. And now they're doing it, you know, it's showing up at the big league level. So, I mean, they're, they're really fun to watch. Obviously, the Yankees-Red Sox rivalry is what it is, but I I would go on a record and say the Blue Jays-Red Sox record is is up there as well. You know, that's a rivalry that's been in the making for years now. And uh, the Rays, they just develop pitchers so, so well. They go out there, and now they've got a young crop of hitters to go along with it that are not only driving runs in with power, but, again, they've got a nice line drive swing as well. Um, Yeah, so this division is fun to watch. So much talent out there. We're going to see what happens going down the stretch. But, uh, the, uh, I mean, the Baltimore Orioles, what can you say? This, this team, you kind of you just smile because they've been bad for so long and now they're actually getting it done on the field. And it's such a storied franchise. But going back to when uh, Brooks Robinson and then Ripken after that, you know, they, they, uh, the fan base deserves this after a long, long drought, so to speak. Yeah, it's funny. I'm glad to hear you, Lenny, that, like, I'm not just – it's not just Toronto people that do this, but – Looking at the central is the most annoying thing in the world. It's just like, oh, great. Like, uh, the every team in the AL East would, would be in first place or within shouting distance of first place in the central. I'm glad it's not just Jays fans that do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty lopsided if you look at it. You know, I mean, it's, uh, you know, I, I think it just speaks to where the AL East is right now. It, it's, it's always there. Really That's the frustrating awful. thing. It's never away. It's never gone. And you say you, I smile. You can smile when Baltimore is good. Uh, the way they've played the Jays this year, uh, Lenny, we're not smiling. It's more of a it's more of a frown. If I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, same, same. I mean, this is a tough team. Typically, you 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 look and see Baltimore on the schedule. You're like, okay, here we go. This should be uh, maybe you can play catch up. But this year, it's just, it's just not the case. Yeah, well, uh, well said. Yeah, it certainly is uh, is the way. Uh, Lenny, really, really appreciated the uh, the chat and enjoy the series this weekend. Thanks, Lenny. All right, thanks, guys. There he goes, Lenny DiNardo, former MLB pitcher, current Nesson studio analyst. That insider brought to you by Don Valley in North Lexus, where you can expect excellence online and in the showroom. Visit DonValleyNorthLexus.com. Um, Justin Turner is so good. Mm-hmm. He's such a perfect signing for them. You know what he is? Baseball player. I, I think you'd need to remove one word. Ball player. Ball player. Would the you guy's like, a ball player. Would you like to hear uh, Justin Turner's last 30 games? I'd love to. In his... Bet more in, than you. In frankly. his last 116 at-bats, yep. he has 34 hits, he scored 21 runs, he has six home runs, driven in 31, nine walks, 25 strikeouts in 116 ABs. Wow. He has a 293 average. He's got an on-base of 341. And he's slugging 526 on fire. That is Fuego. a that is a really good number. You can go on back. Flago. You might even yeah. say shout out Mark Savard. <laughs> shout out, shout out Mark Savard. If you want to go back to his last seven games, in his last 27 at bats, he has eight hits, five runs scored, one home run, seven RBIs, four walks, five strikeouts, 296 average, 387 on base, 519 slug. He's just been on fire, and I just have a very bad feeling that he is gonna rake this yeah. weekend so uh manoa verdugo are you excited for that showdown uh no doesn't mean anything well, no it does it does because i will say that <clears throat> they'll say that <clears throat> sorry a speck of dust um that you're drinking michael granger's coffee the, or? uh obviously the red sox got bamboozled by the la dodgers for sure getting mookie bets like that was an a capital b bamboozling <laughs> it was yep. terrible uh-huh Horrific. Agreed. Amongst the most annoying, frustrating, horrible things that any franchise has ever done. Cannot all correct. Co-sign enough. Yes, all correct. But if there's a guy in the league, if I'm gonna like power rank my top ten sneaky, scary ABs, oh yeah, Verdugo's in it every time. He is an excellent AB. He's a good player. He's mm-hmm. gritty. He's a ball player too. Yeah. And I don't want the Manoa Verdugo thing right now because Manoa is not Manoa, no. and Verdugo is definitely yep. Verdugo. And he's going to get a, a big knock off of Manoa, and he is going to MF him up the first baseline. I could see a fight. Mm. This weekend, I could see a little hootenanny, a little scrap. Would that, little be, good? Would that be good for the yes. Jays? Great. Actually, I think I think okay. Manoa should just beat him in the butt first AB, get a fight going, wake the, wake the fellas up. I, Do something. Honestly, I've heard worse ideas. We talked about this the other day. but There's few things there's, that just bring men together. Galvanize the group. Get Maybe. the fellas talking. Okay, I don't want to say this too loud, although the door is soundproof. It's mm. like, maybe we just got to go rough up City News 680 in the break. Just get our team together here, really galvanize the fellas. <laughs> I'm not taking Gibble. That guy hits no, the no, gym no. every I day. Have heard, I have heard tales of Gibby's uh, enforcing exploits. Gibble is the nicest guy, quiet guy off the ice. He'll kill you. On the ice, he's not. He's quiet no, on the no, ice. Nice. But he'll... He'll stand in on you. He'll yeah. finish his. Uh, he'll finish his check. So he's the, not afraid of that. He's a solid man. He's a solid man. I see him walking out of the gym. Oh I'm like, yeah. Jesus, Gibble, you're strapping. I see him. We've got a little like uh, pedestrian bridge, if you will, oh, that yeah, we get yeah. to watch yeah, everybody yeah. walk in. Yeah. I gotta be honest, JD. You know, some people sunglasses just walk. On. The sunglasses yeah, yeah, are on. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. got a little jaunt in oh, his yeah, step. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Gibby is the exact opposite. Just mm. stoic. <laughs> 
but yeah, you don't want any parts word. of that. Uh, just quickly, uh, power ranking. So Manoa obviously could do some damage mm-hmm. in a hoot nanny. Who else are we scared of? If you're, On the if you're yeah, Chappie, obviously. I think Chappie's intense, and then that's pretty much it. Yeah. Vladdy's Vlad, uh, going full Willie Nylander, grabbing a guy to hug and make I, dinner plans. I think I think Varsho oh, yeah, is a bit, of a, a bit of an S brick house. And right now, you know oh, who yeah. would not be the one to mess with? Does who? not strike me as this guy, but right now, who? George Springer. Mm, like, do, like seems very nice and everything, but it's like, <laughs> ooh, this is a good outlet. Yeah. I think that's just like a sneaky guy. You don't um, really want anything with I there. I like that a lot. I want to read a, I got a couple texts. Quick, one one more of mm. just a just a respectable guy who would hold his own in there. Mm. Our man, mm. Slam Ojano. For sure. It's not like doing... Like he, would, it's not he, like, he would grab guys yeah. and be like, all right, guys, oh, okay, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Like he's not going full buff no. where he's just like grabbing a guy. That is still the greatest move I've ever seen in an NHL scrum. Just big buff, Grab grabbing him. a guy with each <laughs> hand. And it's like he could have headbutted somebody too if they wanted it. God, he's the best. Big buff has... He was here for a good time, not a not long, a long time. time. And his highlight reel oh. of hits and goals... My boy, Filipovich put it out the other day. amazing one. He actually, like, I think if I was going to you know, anecdotally rank the biggest hits of all time off the mm. top of my head. Mike Van Ryan. Mike Van Ryan's in there. <laughs> Our sweet, sweet boy, Paul Correa. Yes. By Scott Stevens. That's, that is, for me, number one with a bullet. Well, it's also 17 minutes after the puck left. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of... And, Ca- uh, uh, Casper's dad. Yes. Yeah, he got rocked. But yeah. this is a sneaky one. Mm. I don't know if you'll remember it. If you're listening right now... Wait till the break to Google this because yeah. we don't want you want no, you to keep us in the show. Obviously, Dustin Bufflin on Mark Stone. Yes, I know is, exactly what you're talking about. He's coming up the half mm-hmm. boards and he catches him right at the blue line. And I don't know how he survived. I don't either. Like a car, exactly a car crash about. is not no. a big enough a- adjective to explain it. It is a destroying a. Uh, I don't know, a bludgeoning. Yes. I don't know what word you want to use. It's a massive hit. It's yeah. in my it's in my top ones I've ever so seen. I I have memory. Is it Ovi on Dean McCammond? I always have no. Dean McCammond. Who? Oh, yeah. Who, okay, what is that one? Because I just have it in my head. That's back in the old days of our youth. If you could just, you could have a it guy doing a Downey. full sprint. It was oh. Steve Downey. Who, on was, Dean an, who was an Butcher. assassin, Butcher. by the way. Butcher. Yeah, it was on, and you know that that was in the preseason. Yeah, I know. And I remember Dean McCammon was like, they're like, are you, you know, worried about getting, you know, he's like, are you worried about your concussions and like how susceptible yeah. you are to them? He's like, I don't have a concussion problem. I have a problem with guys smashing me in the head was his like, response to it. <laughs> I'll always remember that. But oh. yeah, he's coming around the net. It's just like a full sprint. In, like, in, in my my mind's eye, Downey comes off the bench on a mm. change and just does not stop skating until he is about and, six feet through Dean McCann. And one that sticks out to me in my brain too, and I didn't think we'd be here today, but we That's always true. come up with the best topics yeah, we when we're in mid-conversation. Yeah. Um, our beloved Colby Armstrong Ooh. on Marion Hosa, like oh, a week yes, before the Olympics. Right. Yes, that's right. And he, I was, one of them was on the Thrashers. Yeah. I'm not sure which one of them was on the Thrashers, <laughs> but he Pakduko <laughs> annihilated him, yeah. like right at the blue line. And, and if we're gonna talk Olympics, Colby sneaky, yeah, oh, big yeah. hitter. Yeah, if we're gonna talk Olympics, mm. Ov Yager, yeah. 
I don't know. He broke. I don't know how Yogs is still playing. He broke Yogs' visor. Yeah. That was like a passing of the torch moment. That was really, well, it's funny because this was a, like, I feel like he's chilled out on this a little bit. Although I think it was Trent Frederick on the Bruins who learned, say, you still don't want to try Ovechkin. But I remember not early career Ovechkin, but mid career Ovechkin. Every time he played a Russian guy, mm. he's like, I'm going to run this guy through yeah. the glass and show remember, him who the real the, Russian remember is. Remember the Gino rivalry? Yeah. Yeah. They hated each other <laughs> hated for some And then it was like the thawing of yeah, it. Yeah, at the, yeah. the, the, the All-Star yeah. game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so great. Um, Still my favorite Gino is always going to be uh, Crosby going last and Gino being like, yeah, until so, now. Now so I go last. We're getting some, of course, of we're course. getting some submissions. But Obviously. I don't really like mentioning the Stevens on Lindros one. Because yeah. it, it's it's complicated. Mm-hmm. He's never the same. No, man. You know, he's great in the community I mean, now. Sure, and Paul Correa would say the same thing. Well, but he had a longer career of being good after Paul that. Paul Correa, like, I mean, I could be wrong if there's been a change of my heart on this, but it's like he hates hockey now. Like, oh, yeah. He doesn't yeah. talk about it. He will not do your thing because, yeah, it's just like it ruined his life. But, yeah, uh, it's tough. God, I will say Lindros. Drew Doughty on Taylor Hall. I don't know if you Ooh. remember that. Yeah, the, Taylor Hall. Uh, soft spot for me. You know this. And I remember it well because the uh, Kings were wearing their purple jerseys. On oh, that. wow. But to, to mollywop a guy <laughs> in a purple jersey <laughs> yeah. is really, he really something. smashed him. All the biggest hits are in that sweet spot. Yeah. One step inside, totally. inside oh, the and, uh, blue line. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, honorable mention, pick your favorite. Uh, the only guy doing it today like this, mm-hmm. Jacob Truba. Truba on Kadri. Mm. Yep. And then poor little Dylan Dubé is like, I'll get you. I'll, I'll get fight you. you. And they just beat him down. The worst one ever with that was when Lucic ran Ryan Miller. And then I want to say it was Patrick Coletta who was like, I'll show him. Oh, yeah. And it was like, Luch was licking his chops. Oh, and it like, was like, please. And it's like, yeah, he really learned his lesson beating the wheels off you. Coletta, sneaky, hated guy that yeah. I've kind of forgotten about. Yeah. But like him during those oh, like yeah. Ryan Miller era, Gracie. hated his Gracie. guts. God. Gracie player. Now I'm just thinking about great chirps. And just because the Sabres came up, I'll just never forget. And I know this is when the guy was a Red Wing, but Matt Miller just telling, or Matt Martin just telling Drew Miller, go dye your hair. Go dye your hair. Never not going to be absolutely uh, hilarious to this me. This guy says uh, buff on Gazdick. Don't remember that one. I don't either. We'll Google that one in the break. We will. We will definitely uh, do that. I absolutely love these uh, flying in. So, hey. Keep them coming in. 590, 590, your wonderful hit submissions. We are very much here for it. Uh, we'll do some shout outs as well. Oh, I've compiled absolutely. some from the show. Also, I'm going to sneak in a few here. People uh, throwing in their Jays power rankings regarding, mm, uh, fights? The, regarding fights. Or just cavemen, by yeah, the way. Eh? Yeah. Mike, uh, Mike and Asimboya. Kirk, he would be a handful, he says. Uh, I don't think Alec Manoa would like you to say that, but I, I, I don't disagree. Uh, he would be uh, there. And then Mark and Dundas, Bobachette would be intense in a brawl. Not wrong. He, he get in he, there. He strikes me as like a big time monster energy guy. Yeah. Oh, He'd yeah. Be in there. The like, Kyle. Maybe, maybe like a little even karate. <laughs> <laughs> he does wear the headband. Yeah, I could I picture. Say. I could picture him doing a little karate. Who? A little who, jujitsu. Who would be most likely to do a spitting back kick? And why is it Adam no. Simber? <laughs> <laughs> is Adam Simber around? No, he's a, Sixty no. day DL. Yeah, I think okay, so. Okay, good. Yeah, you're not going to be uh, seeing him. And, uh, oh, my God. Somebody agreeing Sorry, with us I as just, well that Jana would be uh, breaking up the fights. I just live on air watch Dustin Bufflin on our, uh, I think, analyst for yeah, Sports Day, yep. uh, Luke Gazdick. Ouchie. Ouchie wah-wah. Will, Will from Niagara. Danny Boy doesn't wear gloves to bat. He'd be fine. Yep. Yeah, very much agree with um, that. But 
great submission here. Honorable mention to Messier blindsiding Medano. Shout out to the EMTs holding up all those stretchers. Yeah. Because Messier for that hit now would legitimately be on trial. He'd be in jail. He'd be Rafi Torres. Why don't you just go away? Yeah, you're never playing again. And who who did Pavel Bure elbow? Pavel Bure. Somebody somebody messaged that one. Oh, they did? Yeah, yeah, they didn't say on who, but they were just Bure elbow. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who he elbowed, but it was a th- jail again. Yep. Another jailbird. Yeah, Lemieux on Draper. That's just greasy. That's not a, like, I think the thing is, is like, you got to find the line, right? Like, all these other ones are like hits. That was just a, let oh, me shove was, this guy's teeth into the boards. That was the dirtiest thing I yeah. could ever remember in hockey. And I remember, why I mean, they... maybe, I mean, Bertuzzi, literally. Oh, guy's I'll go one more, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about, how do we feel about Chris Simon trying to cut off a guy's foot with his skate? <laughs> Chris Simon was a wild man. I, mean, like, like, I miss like, that era of the hockey. Happy, with the, happy, with... Gilmore was, happy Gilmore was inspired by Chris Simon trying it's... to cut that guy's foot off when he stepped on his Achilles. Who is the, <laughs> new, new text topic, who was the, the loosest mutant. cannon yeah. of all time? Because like I mean, okay, Mike Milbury went into the crowd and beat a man with his own shoe. Yes, that's true. But I remember, who was it on the was it on the the guy that played for the Leafs for a couple times where he hit Chris Simon from behind mm. and then Chris Simon just turned around and literally slashed him in the throat. Like we just don't have wild cards anymore okay. in the NHL. Is okay. there a wild, I guess Tom Wilson's the closest thing to a wild card. Um yeah, because the other guys are like pugilists, right? Yeah, like but, Ryan Reeves will yeah, fight, fight you, but he's but not going to. He's not like a wild no, card. There really isn't. No. I'm trying to think. Yeah, like there's not a stick swinger. No, there's no stick swinger. Uh, this is great. I'm not going to pretend to have uh, to have seen this hit, but I have to read it and take it as gospel. Ross from Mimico. Pat Quinn oh, yeah. on Bobby Orr. You I have not that? seen this, no. Oh, it's all right. massive. And, and all right. there's a whole thing, and uh, Dan Robson wrote an incredible book on Pat Quinn. <laughs> It's one of my favorite books of all time. I love Pat Quinn so much. I've, I've had Robson on to actually talk about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's like a whole chapter about that hit. Okay. And like the blowback from that hit. It's an incredible. I'm about to, uh, I'm about to learn. Uh, but last one. Last one okay. uh, before we get, we get in here. Oh, where'd it go? Uh, oh, no. Chara driving Pacioretty faces face into the yeah, turnbuckle. Was, yeah, he probably, probably like, that's a good play for you. Yeah. No penalty. <laughs> yeah. Play fine. on. But you know what we'll do? Fix the glass so that doesn't happen to you again, Zedano. Well, we had the moment yesterday where we were trying to think of a guy who had 100 oh, yeah. things for the Bruins. Like, surely Chara didn't and have 100. I, I could not have shut that down any quicker. Uh, and somebody messaging, we do still have a stick swinger in the NHL. Our sweet boy, <laughs> Phil Kessel. John Scott. Yeah. Was he the last of the mutants? I mean, Yeah. God, I still can't believe that that happened. Of just like I'm just gonna go fight Phil Kessel in a preseason game, and well, then David Clarkson. Clarkson. And then... God, we were talking about that yesterday too. All right, keep it coming. Okay, last last one. Okay, because it's a typo, but I know what he wants to say. Dale Hunter on Pierre Turgeon. Just again, just a just a just a criminal act and on the ice. The best best part about that is him after the game getting asked. I was just finishing my chat. Yeah. <laughs> Be who you are. Own it, pal. Uh, Keep the text coming. We genuinely love you guys. Uh, We will keep reading these as we finish up the show here. Fan Morning Show on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. Everything you need to know about the Blue Jays. Blair and Barker. Be sure to subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, there we are. Back to the 90s. Yeah. Attaboy, Andrew. Oh, this, is, this is the songs of my youth. Honestly, Andrew, great job all week. Yeah, buddy. crushing it, buddy. I don't, I don't know how long you're here when, when Sandman's coming back. I have no idea are about there, anything regarding this time slot. I have thoroughly enjoyed having you, left? you on board. 
Is there any donuts left? Oh, he gave us the heart sign. I oh, thought yeah. that was a zero sign. I'm having a donut. After. Okay, a don. Um, what's a your don't. what's your go to don? It's a complicated it question. It really is. I know. I know because um, it's like the, my go-to don isn't always my go-to don. I my favorite don or go-to. Ooh, two different things. I'll take them both, honestly. Uh, my favorite is toasted coconut. I didn't even know but that was. You a can't thing. get it everywhere. Okay, so my go-to say, is sour cream glaze. Sour cream glaze. Do you have a coconut back there? Wow. You saved that baby for me. Wow. If either of you touch that coconut donut. So I, I, I also favorite and go-to are different. Mm-hmm. My favorite, I mm-hmm. think, love a honey crueler. Mm. I do. I really, really do. But I think my go-to mm. is just a good old double chocolate. Love a double chocolate. little chocolate and then more chocolate. Yeah. And yeah. <sighs> Love. Reverse, unshout out to my sister who, when we were kids, used to always ask for like a double chocolate donut mm-hmm. and she'd just eat the icing off the top. Oh. It's like the rest of it's chocolate too. You could um, just do that. So unshout out so, to Mallory. So working through Pakduko, yes, I just ended up going with Pronger for Olympic gold medal Oilers. I really, I wanted to, I wanted to go with someone else. But I used him for somewhere else. Okay. So there's Oilers jackets. I don't know if it's funnier or infuriating for listeners that you're refusing to say who these guys are. So, I personally don't care either way. So I went pronger for Olympic gold medalist, and that was 22%, which I don't love, but mm-hmm. I really was having a tough time with that. So for jacket <laughs> oiler, though, yep. I went with the guy, Spatchek, oh. Yaroslav Spatchek, yep. who played for the Oilers yep. during their cup run, yes. and he played for the jackets for a long time. Percentage? One percent. I'm really happy with that, but I wanted I wanted to get cute, and I thought he may be on the Czech team. Mm. That one, what year was that? Ninety eight. Ninety eight. But Gretzky. I thought that was a little early for him, maybe. Yeah, that feels early. So I didn't go with it, but I, I don't even want to look at the roster because I feel like I'll be right about that, and I'll be really sour that I went with Pronger. Man, you're just mentioning ninety eight. Mm. Like I wasn't even old enough to like have takes, just old enough to be upset. Set. Yeah. Could you imagine if I was twenty and Wayne Gretzky sitting on the bench in a shootout? I got some thoughts on that. Like he was the right decision. I mean, what, what, he had done a slap shot. Like, I don't know, he's a wainer. He probably uh, would have put the puck in the net. Uh, he uh, scored the most goals ever. He wasn't a scorer. I mean, Mark Crawford was right. Here's well, here, <laughs> no, no, no. Here's the answer: is that Dominic Kashuk was right, and you could have had uh, you could have had five you could have had five five Wayne Gretzky's in their prime yeah. working from his matter. office, and yeah. it wouldn't have mattered yeah. then. But it's never not gonna like it's just the you ultimate. You let the goat on the bench. That's the thing, and you that picture of him looking sad yeah. in his amazing bucket. Yeah, yeah. you let the goat on the bench. Brutal, brutal, brutal. But Us. then that set up uh, him being the general manager. That's right. Yeah. Eh, what a hard job. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was a hard <laughs> I know, job. I know. Like, it's a hard job to wear the mistake. People were killing him for some of the guys. Yeah. Flurry was they got killed for Flurry to going. Yep. Worked I out. love that team. I did, too. God. God. I remember watching my Aunt Lou's house. I watched it. I watched it with my parents, yep. just like any good kid did. Yeah, I'm saying. And I remember going out in the street with my whole neighborhood, and we're all just hugging everybody. We all had flags. Yeah, I remember I was, I don't know why. Like, I don't remember what was going on. But, yeah, I was at my uh, my Aunt Lou and Uncle John's place. And, yeah, my mom was there. Everybody was fired up. It was awesome. I don't know who texted me this. But they said, those are my top two donuts, Sammy. Yeah. All caps. Somebody Congrats also, to you. Somebody also messaging in sour cream or sour cream glaze slaps, boys. It does. That guy's cool. It does. 
absolutely slaps. It's a total slap. JD's interrupting Whoa. the show. I don't know what's happening what here. What the hell? He doesn't have enough time on his own. Yeah, I, what the I hell's guarantee going on? you he heard Donut That's Talk. That's the voice. Oh, oh come on. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank come you. On Welcome for the invite. Yeah, but yeah. You, I, I thought I needed an invite. I yeah. I'm not better than the texters. No, no, no. Well, this well, is our you, favorite okay, part of the you, show. Here's what, here's, what we, here's what you need to give us to be better than the texters. No, you need to give us You need to give us some hard hits that you like. We're really just naming dudes and we're discussing donut flavors. Donut flavors? Yeah. I gotta admit you, that because we said go to and favorite are very different. Yeah, so like I think that we're allowed to do plugs for places that are smaller, right? You're allowed to do whatever you want. I have no clue. I mean, you just I, walked in here. Yeah, I, I, like, I, say, you know what? The, I love, the hour show and then podcast plus. I do. Not I can't enough. do the podcast plus today. All right? oh, okay. I gotta run. I got a busy day. Okay. I'm not getting enough in. I got a tape with GSP. Like I, oh, I you're getting, doing like, it. no Good. time today. Yeah, all right, fellas. Happy to I came all the way in here. I just want to see the boys. Uh, this hurts. Yeah, this hurts. I love cops. Cops? Uh, the cops donuts? Oh. oh. Okay. No, yeah. That's just a statement. I'm like, I love cops. Not a robber's guy. <laughs> cops. <laughs> Let me tell you. Always cops. No, the donuts. Yeah, Those, yeah, yeah. Like, you get that, what is that, box of 18? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, From yeah. Where? You've never had cops donuts? Cobs? Cops. No. Dude. Buddy, I just... I know no. you're. I know where you are. I like. I like. Wow, there's another, another place that opened up around the corner that's very good for me. Too. Yeah, I know that place is good too. Yeah, yeah. I like. I like a donut. No, no, no. I, but I, I, it's not something I'll ever be like. I need to go get the finest of donuts. No, see, that's where if you had some of the finer donuts. Yeah, I, I gotta you, say, there's a bougie. Yeah, there is. I don't even know what it's called. There's literally, it's just like a. It has, no, it's a like it's this place out in Burlington. It just has a literal like the Homer Simpson donut. It's yeah, like yeah. on top of the building. It is like a that peak. Cool. When, when I moved yeah, there, I yeah. was like, I could see it yeah. from across town. <laughs> like, yeah. I have to go. Other other topic we stumbled upon here yeah. was who's your favorite. Mutant in NHL history. We guys don't like exist Chris anymore. Like Simon. wild men. Man, well, I mean, I did love Chris. <laughs> he was a wild man, but there's just no wild man. There left. was nothing funnier. It's I now it's funny, okay? But there was nothing funnier than Holwig almost getting killed and then slashing him in the throat. Yeah, and, no, yeah, like tried to ch- like chop him in the face. Well, he and tried, then he came like, back in his defense. Yeah, Holwig. Smashed on face, yeah, first whole, buddy. And Holwig was a little rat, <laughs> and he played the Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Holwig, that was the funny thing about him coming to Leafs. Is like that's what he was famous yeah. for. It was like I remember Getting that guy almost smashed died. <laughs> Leafs had a little run where they loved trying to get like rats. They wanted a Tucker clone. Right, yeah, and they yeah. kept taking uh, shots. Just guys, for the record, like, would take that still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. oh, yeah, absolutely. But man, that was the one guy who plays with heart. Yeah, I love that. there was nothing more infuriating than everyone calling bunting Uh-oh. the clone. Uh-oh. I did not. No, no, no. I oh, yeah, this guy. Yeah, buddy. I wore sixteen as a kid because yeah. of tucks. I'm not. Yeah. I love bunting, but I'm yeah. not going to tell you bunting and Tucker are the yeah. same animal. Uh, but at they all. went out and got like Tyson Nash. Oh yeah, who mm-hmm. now loves to trash the mm-hmm. Leafs. That's like one of. Mm-hmm. I, I love when media guys that used to play here have made that their move. Oh yeah. Where they're like, I'm the anti-media. It's like, okay, man. All right. That's I guess fine. so. We got see, it. Have uh, fun in the desert. Did you see, we talked to Babs today. Is he Brent Sopel in our mentions? No, but Sopel is <laughs> mad like, about stuff like, right now. I was like, now. whoa, Sopel. I thought it was like a fake account. I for sure that. thought it was a burner. It's just tweeting us like, dog, captain of all selfish team. <laughs> like, oh my God, Sopel. I mean, here's the thing, though. <laughs> he's right. Babs was right. <laughs> oh, Babs is right. Yeah. Babs is right about this team. And he yeah, said yesterday, he's like, I was like, would I, would I be lying if I told you I'm happy they didn't win? No, no, no. Yeah. thank yeah. God. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the sweetest. That's got to be the sweetest thing for him every year, just first round exit. Being right. Yeah, every year, just, hey, the guys that you tried to make tougher, they not tough. never happened. The other great thing we got out of him is that he's really excited about the Jackets job because yeah. it's two Close and a half hours home. from his house. That was literally what he said. 
Yeah. I listened to the interview. (laughs) Yeah, I actually thought that it was really good. I thought that, you know, the line he said about the minor regrets or wishing that he thought things he did differently. It's a little bit of the standard line, but I actually thought that it sounded... man. He sounded a little bit sour, and and he's so prideful. Dude, here's the thing. This is the... You guys want to do Babs? Yeah, I could do it. Okay, well, like, I just think he's had so many practice runs now to be like, hey... Am I a bad guy? No. Did I do some bad things? Yes. That's yeah. basically what he's had to do for yeah. what? Three years? Yep. Yeah, yeah, three years. Well, he's coaching and he in Saskatchewan. still can't sound really that sorry about it. <laughs> no, you know, like he's too, much, still, too prideful. That's what I mean. He can't muster it up. His no. his media conference with Columbus. Yeah. It was. Uh, I have a daughter. Of yeah, a daughter okay. now, and my daughter taught we got me that hey, company dad, line. To, yeah. you know you can't be a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not what you say; it's how you say. Maybe it. Like, don't I kick know Johan the... Franzen in the back. Maybe yeah, don't like, do that. That's that's it. It's like you, he's got all the talking points down, but yet it doesn't sound sincere. And I think honestly, this is the biggest issue with Babcock in general, and why mm-hmm. I don't think that he's going to be a success in Columbus. There's no way it works. Is that I don't think that people see what he preaches and see it as a guy who like is genuine and real about it. Yeah. And that's which the is, bad which is fair. Yeah. So he might have some good ideas. He might be a great hockey strategist. He's there first he, in the morning. He's yeah. grinding. He cares. He, he does just, all that stuff. But, but then they look at him and they're like, he's like talking about becoming a great man. Right. Mm-hmm. And guys look at him and go, are you a great are you? man? Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so what are we doing here? Yeah. No, I think that's fair. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, but that's the, super the awesome. ironic thing about all of this is that Babs is the perfect coach now for the Toronto Maple Leafs. After like they've it, been smacked yeah. around yeah, like and you beaten like, down. If you could have flipped them. Like, if you could have, like... If, if Gabby could have been coaching this team for the last two years. <laughs> well, yeah, if, it's just... If you could have flipped it, where it's like Sheldon Keefe was at the start of oh, them yeah. being good and being, like, the Charlie Montoyo guy who's like, oh, I'm... These the nice guys guy are music and practice. Yeah. And then it's like they've flamed out, and now you bring in the hard ass? Like, the yeah. ironic part is, like, now Babs would make more sense for the least. Although you could just make the case too that just hey guys figure it out. Yeah, maybe just oh, shoot a couple totally. of them in the hey, big game. <laughs> hey, the guys. Hey, the guys that are all like pouty in a room together, basically being like, "I want as much money as you." Well, I deserve as much money as you. And then they're just in a circle, all doing like the dude. You know what they are? They're the Michael office, Scott, yeah. the, the Michael Scott, Dwight Schrute, wow. uh, Mexican yeah, standoff. Yeah, we're all dead. Where it's just like, yeah, they, they're just all standing there, pointing the finger guns at each other, and being like, "You sign your contract first. Hey. No, you. <laughs> I have to ask you about something. You witnessed something. You saw basically Haley's comment. So the Jays beat the Orioles. What was yeah, that like? Well, what was hilarious about it? It sucked. Is, <laughs> it was a terrible game. Dude, they got plunked twice. I know, that's it. <laughs> they walked a couple of guys. And then there was an error by the shortstop that was like watching live from my that's angle. Terrible was error. one of the worst it errors. Right at him. Yeah, that's what I mean. It was like. And that guy the, is slick. He can what, pick it. He yeah. can't hit either. It's all he does is play defense. Routine as it gets, mm. double play ball, and he just completely we, drops it. We came in here yesterday morning, and then I was like, I got to be honest with you. Don't feel a whole lot different. <laughs> the only thing I will say, and, and I know that you can you can attest to this too, and I mm. kind of led my show with it because what the hell else are you supposed to say right now is, man, Roger Center is rocking, and that's why the fans, the fans are just, they're Pissed. into it, man. It's just 2015, 2016, it was so exciting, right? Yeah. And everyone was just happy, happy, yeah, happy 2016 was a grind. 2016 had some grind moments, yeah. but I think people are like revisionist history kind of... People forget Babies. about the grind of They've, 2016. No, the grind of the end was a bit, and then there was a... Last some, two months were hell. Yeah, it was. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> they the scored end. two runs every game. <laughs> Buddy, two runs I'd kill for. Oh, right I, know. I know. Score two runs. Boy, oh boy, what a sexy time Juggernauts. that would be. I know. Man, two runs? I'd kill well, for that. that. That's the scariest part about this team is that, like, it's just so obviously in their heads where it's just, like, it's snowballed to a point now where they're all yipped so yeah, hard, and it's, like, now it's... 
so scary Dude. because they're never going to get out of this. Well, it's it's more than that, though, too, right? I think that there's definitely a psychological component to the Huge team. Huge psychological component. Which is why I wanted them to add a bat, even if it wasn't, like, I know everyone's going, well, was that going to be the World Series winner? I'm like, well... Maybe. Like, it sure is better than what they got going on now. Yeah. The more I looked at it, it's, I, I'm not saying don't go get anybody, but it kind of felt like it had to be Teo to inject that, like, life. Wake like, him hey, up. the band is back together. Like, I don't know if Tommy Pham does the, and it, like, Dude, it Tommy didn't have Pham to be him. third on the team in OPS right now, yeah. and he, in his playoffs, he's had 50, I want to say, he, he's had a good chunk of playoffs. I'm not saying he wouldn't have helped. Like I just think to get the OPS other guy. stuff from it. You had to have, like, it had to be Teo no, to get the full boost listen, of it, but yeah. I, I get it. Everybody, but all these guys came with flaws, right? Teo yep. strikes up more totally. than anybody in baseball. Tommy Pham is apparently not the coolest guy to be around all the time. Well, he's been on, like, 17 different yeah, teams in the last two years. Yeah, he'll slap you before a game if you're oh, late fantasy on football? fantasy football. I love dude. that. Mm. He's a, he's actually, a, you know actually, what? Get him on the team. Dude, could, could you imagine? No, no. Could you imagine? As a guy who does the hockey as the treasurer for my oh, hockey yeah, team no, now, as someone, yeah. I'm a slapper. I would slap. Yeah. I, there's a few guys on the team that, like, when it's, like, the week before playoffs, we're not paid up yet. I'm like. I'm, I'm going to you slap. tolerate that? Okay, so you know what we did in our league? The, like, my main fantasy football league. Mm-hmm. Because if you're playing in anything else, honestly, at this point, it's just like you're not really an adult. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? Any other fantasy sports? Yeah. Other than fantasy football? Ho- oh, yeah, hockey is agree. the only nah. one, kind of. But nah, even then, I'm, I'm like, I don't respect it's it. every day. Yeah. How can you do that every it's, day? It's fantasy, it's fantasy football, and that's it. I have one main keeper league that I've been in since second year university where we legit did it with like the full Bristol board and yeah, yeah. you know, like the going up yeah. and putting the sticky notes on the pat. And we've had this keeper league now forever. And what we've done is that if you're, first of all, you got to be paid up before the season. And if you're a day late, even a huge chunk of what you could have won in this year's pool, if you end up winning automatically gets dropped into the oh, next year's pool. Great, Love yeah. that. Yeah. That's so a great it's just punishment. like, and it, it's compounding, right? So it's like, if you're a first time offender, it's like 25% of the mm. pool. If you're a second time offender, mm. it's 50% of the pool. So it's like, you can end up pay, playing in the, for nothing. For, yeah. for nothing. You got to just pay eventually yeah. and play for nothing if you're late. So that's the yeah. only way to deal yeah. with the criminal offenders. Cause like we're too old now to be doing stuff like yeah. we used to do. Which All the was guys like, have like, Careers and yeah, jobs. the punishment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like <laughs> no, no, no. That's it, that's just completely unacceptable. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was driving me nuts. We hit a lot of things here, folks. Oh, yeah. yeah, we, we, we oh, still got, we still got one, one more minutes. Yeah, uh, you're you're like a combat sports guy. Love it. What which Paul is fighting this weekend, and should Jay, we Jay. care? I care. Yeah, I mean, I care. But here's the thing. <sighs> the this one was so fake. You think that was fake, bro? Of course. All this stuff's fake. I don't think that was fake, bro. Oh, I, I think I'm, the got, ro- I'm the I wrong think guy to ask about this. I think punched for real. Pull that video up. Tell oh, me that's fake. Oh, I mean, I think I, they're, they're both about they're to about get to punched punch, yeah, for real for, in the ring. No, no. I think I think, I think that is clearly a, like, uh, drum up some interest. No, dude, Let's have a hoot It's not them, though. It's the security guards. Did yeah. you watch it? I did. I, I was uh, The only reason I brought it up is because it was bro, on the TV. I feel like you probably could pay a security guard to take a punch, I feel like. I'll... All I got to say I'm is... Not me. I'm, I'm a coward. First of but, all, with conspiracy theories, I always say one thing. Mm. How many guys got to keep it a secret to keep it a secret? And you're telling me that they're going to pay all those security guys and not one of them is going to come out in a little while. Well, no, I think like, they just have oh, to pay two. They, they got to pay the security guard who does the punching. Oh, so you're saying, you're saying it's a lone shooter situation? <laughs> no, no, no. I think it's two. Yeah. I think it's two. It's like, yeah. hey, bud, <laughs> hey, you're, gonna, you're going to yeah. do the punch. You're yeah. going to get punched, and everyone else around here is a massive <laughs> yeah. alpha. They're going to jump in. Like, I it love really that doesn't theory. need to be more than that. Guns, the best part of the theory is, though, if you look at the video, which I have a bunch of times, yeah, yeah. the main culprit is the smallest bodyguard. Of course. And so, Classic. That, <laughs> yeah, it's this dude. Yeah, everybody there is between 6'3 and 6'8. 
And then there's a dude who's maybe five ten. He's Jack. Okay, so you know they're what? All Jack. I don't, they yeah. didn't have to pay him. They're like, uh, uh, they're like this. Jack. They're, they're just big and strong. They're like this five eight guy is just gonna be so angry. He's gonna be around all these puffed all, tall dudes. Yeah, exactly. And somebody's they were gonna like, say one put, thing and yeah. it's gonna set him off. So actually, they didn't probably put, have to pay that guy. They just knew him. Yeah, put Jordy at the front. Yeah. <laughs> um, where all the shoving is. Quickly before we go. Yeah. Uh, Bro, you gotta Jay, treat yourself to a luxury donut though. I'm, t- I'm serious. Like, yeah. Jay Sears this weekend. I'm going home. Yeah. Will they win the series, lose the series? Dude, will they I'm, win a game in the series? Okay, so... Will they have more than four runs scored in the series? Okay, so... The Red Sox have beat us seven straight times. Yeah. I just said us. I don't care. <laughs> I, I, buddy, I don't care about them anymore. Yeah, no, no, no. The no, bench I'm, trade broke me. Oh, no, yeah, you. No, that's... Yeah, Red Sox, crap. Yeah, I forgot you're Red Sox guy guns. Kind of. Kind of, yeah. Uh, all we have is one photo of you standing and clapping <laughs> for the Blue Jays. So <laughs> how much of a Red Sox guy could you be? Uh, this is my, the negative take is this. They can't hit. Mm-hmm. They can't score any runs. <laughs> They're that. down their best player. He's not coming on the road mm-hmm. trip. Their bullpen, although bolstered, looks completely taxed and they're missing mm-hmm. two of their best, what, three guys right mm-hmm. now? Um. They're running a six-man rotation, and then the series starts tonight with the ultimate wild card in Alpha Noah. Yeah, total going wild card. It's it, it, like name brand great, not so yeah, fun watching. Yeah. yeah, who Verdugo might get a big – there could be a fight tonight. Yeah. And the Red McKee Sox – McKee wants them to plunk Verdugo, just yeah. have a hoot nanny in the first inning. Yeah, and the Red Sox know if they can win this series even, the division's tied, and then they have 10 games coming up against Kansas City, Detroit, and Washington. Mm-hmm. Who the Jays all have still. I uh, know, yeah, but it just there's something. I think there's something about psychologically, like Big hey. Weekend. But Huge then weekend. Mm. I also think that the spin here too is, what has the Jays thing kind of been all year? It's like whenever you mm-hmm. start to like write <laughs> them off, when they hit rock bottom, yeah, they, when they yeah. hit the bottom, yeah. they they've had some bounce back yeah. moments, so they've been a little scrappy. And so to me, this is just the ultimate gut check time. And I'm looking at same thing I've been saying all week long. It's getting repetitive, but Vladdy and Springer. Do something. Yeah. Yep. How did you? Okay, Vladdy drove in that one run, right? Right. Hooray. Yes. Uh, they, they, he did it. A single. Okay. Poked one the other way. Yeah, just what like, we want from Vladdy. <laughs> after he started 0-2, by the way. And, yeah, no. yeah, but battled and got there. When Vladdy came up in that spot, did you guys have confidence? No. No. Exactly. I have, well, I have no confidence in anyone other I know, than but that, But that's the shocking thing yeah. is like... There's no confidence. No, man. You go no. to the game, you I tell people, no like, one. that's your star player. And then no you're one. like, yeah. he's not going to do anything tonight, though. So he might get plunked. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody might walk him. Yeah. Anyway, I, you got to go to your show. I think they win. We got to go to your yeah, show. I'll talk the about it there. Hey, right. how about that? More of you. Yeah, more Coming of up that. next. You guys want to stay? <laughs> Oh, there it is. <laughs> thanks, Babs. All right. Bunk, thanks for charging in. Love you. Enjoy your show. I'll enjoy it driving home. Fan morning show. That drop is so much better than I remember. One more time. Oh, yeah. Too oh, much. I threw oh, it in. Get out of here. Fan morning show. Sports Hit by the Fan.